Welcome back to ESPN New Hampshire's coverage, Merrimack Hockey. Tonight, the Warriors take on BU in the quarterfinals in Hockey East. And joining us is uh, BU head coach Jack Parker. And first of all, coach, uh, obviously with the news this week, your retirement, one of my thoughts was uh, over the years you've served as such a, a statesman for the game of college hockey, an advocate for the game, as it were. Uh, what are some of the things that, that you've advocated for that you were most proud of, that, especially that you saw implemented? <coughs> Excuse me. Well, I wanted to get the, uh, the NCAA tournament to, uh, to go to neutral sites. Uh, and to go to single elimination at neutral sites, uh, and I was happy we did that. I thought, thought we, it makes it more exciting, you know, that you, you win, you go on, you lose, you go home, instead of the two out of three that we've had. Right. Uh, I've also been pushing up until this this year, always advocating that somebody should get eliminated from our playoffs, and we're the only league that does that. Uh, and now that's going to change after you leave. <laughs> that's going to change next year. That's not why I'm leaving, but that's going to change next year. Um, but in general, I think the uh, the thing I've been pushed all for, for years and never got any success with was getting rid of the face mask. I've been pushing that for a long, long time. And when Paul Kelly was the executive director of College Hockey, I thought we had a real good chance of doing it. But that's faded a little bit into the Western sunset. So um, I was hoping we'd get that done before I left. One of the other things I remember going back to, and we started following this game 20 to 25 years ago, and I remember you know, the, the process for selecting teams for the tournament was very different than it is now, and, and you were so involved in it back then and one of the people pushing to make it more of an open process. Are you, are you happy with the way it's developed over time? Yeah, I think that uh, I was on the committee for six years. Uh, once earlier on, then uh, just, just replacing somebody, and then for five-year span. And uh, I remember when it was people sitting in a room arguing over teams, you know, and this team had a better, tougher schedule than that team and this team. Mm. And it dawned on me that we should have a measurement of the toughest schedule. We should find out who really has the toughest schedule. And that's when we first came up with the SOS. So we decided to go with uh, winning percentage in SOS as part of uh, the process of selecting the national tournament. And then it morphed into the RPI. And then it morphed into the, the RPI plus the other categories, which we used to use just to use as a tiebreaker. The RPI picked the tournament. Right. But if we had, if you were too close in the RPI, if it was within 10 points of, of the of each school in the RPI, then you went to teams under consideration, how you did in the last 20 games, head-to-head mm. uh, -head and that type of stuff. But now we use it all uh, as part of the, uh, the selection process. But the good part about that is it's not subjective. It's strictly objective. Right. You can just look at the numbers and figure out who's getting into the tournament. Mm. When you take on Merrimack, I want to get into the nuts and bolts of the, the series this weekend, but uh, looking back over the history with, you know, these are two programs that I think, although they come from different backgrounds, have always had a lot of respect for each other. I mean, I think back to, remember when you won your championship in 95, uh, you commented how the games you played that against them down the stretch and in the playoffs helped you to win the championship, and, and, and recently commenting about how uh, you thought a couple of years ago they had a chance to win, you know, may have been good enough to win the national championship, and uh, you know, I think of also things like, uh, you know, the, the adversity that's been faced by both programs, you know, players facing adversity and so on, and, and, and the respect that's been there for, you know, I mean, things like that uh, really seem to me to be what, what makes college hockey what it is. Yeah, you know, I've known, you know, I, I knew Tom Waller when he was the coach there, uh, and I've known the head coaches there and been friend with the, friends with the head coaches there. I was obviously very, very close with Ronnie Anderson, yeah. uh, and I know, I, I know Mark and really respect him and the job he's done, and I've known him as a player, an assistant coach with two Cahoons, so I've known him from a long, for a long time. So we really respect what, how they run their teams and, and what have you. Uh, it's been a, uh, a long haul every year, uh, and then you get to the playoffs and you, you think, well, geez, you know, we'd like to have an easy team, you know, and we, and we wind up with a Merrimack team that, I mean, a couple of years ago they brought us to three games. 
Uh, the, the next year they should have, I, I thought they should have been in the Frozen Four. I thought they had a heck of a team. Uh, I was talking to Ronnie Anderson two nights ago and he reminded me it was 10 years ago that they come in and beat us. Yeah, 15 actually. Uh, was it 15? <laughs> yeah. yeah. T- tonight actually. Uh, yeah. Uh, that they come in and beat us, uh, over Walter Brown, uh, in a two out of three series. We went to the national tournament, but they, they, uh, that was Ronnie's last year and they got, they got to the garden. So, uh, we've had some real, and we've always had great games with Merrimack. You know, we've had, a, we've had a good record against Merrimack. But you wouldn't know it if you look at each game and say, well, these teams, this should be 50-50, you know. We've had some great games with them over the years. All right, so you take them on this weekend, best two out of three. Uh, I know that you're, you're down some men, and, and uh, you're have, having to deal with that, as it were. Manage minutes, too, I'm sure. Uh, what's been the focus like, been like this week for your club? The last couple of weeks we've been trying to make sure practice is a real shot, and uh, <laughs> we've had to design drills that didn't wear people out. Uh, we have exactly the right number of t- people to play. Uh, and we've got two or three walk-ons that are, that are playing, and, and some of them are doing a good job for us. So they got an opportunity to play, and we'd like to get Noonan. If we could get by this series, and that's a big if, but if we could get by this series, maybe we could get Noonan back. We are not going to get O'Connor back. Uh, we had two guys leave the program because uh, they didn't like their ice time, and they went elsewhere. Uh, so we're, we're really a thin team, but uh, the guys that are playing have really played hard. So uh, And it's given us a chance to play some of our our good guys a little bit more often because we're playing three lines more than we're playing four. So, And that was one of the keys, I thought, in the three games that you played against. I mean, both both you and Mark Denny have talked about how the games maybe were closer than the <laughs> scores and, and so on. But one of the things that jumped out at me was that your best players played some of their best hockey and, and came up with big goals. The goaltenders played well and so on. Yeah, and what I'm concerned about is that we did beat them uh, the three times we played them already, and we played our best three games of the year against against Merrimack in those three games. Maybe maybe you could pick two other games all year long that we played as well as we played against those three games against Merrimack. And I'm I'm not sure if Merrimack played great against us, but I know we played very well against them. So we got to come. Can we come up with our best game? Uh, and that that's what we're going to have to do because we gave them our best games already in order to beat them. You know, so uh, it's not going to be easy. That's for sure. And the power play, I know you made some changes. You're going to move Sam Kirker up front, try to give Sean Escobedo a bit of a rest. But uh, anything else, if anything, that was one area that, that uh, you, weren't able to, you weren't able to score a power play goal on them in the three games. Yeah. I think that uh, moving, uh, moving Evan Rodriguez back on the, on the other power play unit has really helped that unit. They've been scoring well on the power play since then. Uh, O'Regan has kind of went by. Uh, Matt Nieto has caught on fire. Yeah. Uh, and Evan Rod- Rodriguez has been kind of the director on the point for us. He's done a good job. Uh, we did decide to uh, put another forward back on the point in uh, Sahir Gill in the first unit and and sit one of our defensemen because we have so few defensemen. We don't. If we get a power play, let's not. You know, we, when we play two of our defensemen, we get okay. we get we we can come back with Escobedo, who's without question our best defensive defensemen. All right. So best two out of three series. It could go three. It could be a long weekend. Uh, what are the keys for your club this weekend? I think in any playoff game or series, it's always goaltending to start with. You know, you hope your goaltender has has is your best player. Uh, also, you gotta, you got to not beat yourself. That me- means don't take stupid penalties, stay out of the penalty box. Uh, take advantage of their penalties when possible. Uh, special teams always always loom large in this type of situation. And I think managing the puck, you know, not turning the puck over, uh, con- controlling the puck in our end and getting it out quickly, and not just throwing it at their net and let them break out quickly, that we, we possess the puck and try to, try to make some plays in their zone. All right. Well, thanks for doing this. We appreciate it. And uh, you're going to miss doing these interviews? Absolutely. Always like to see everybody. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Coach. We appreciate it. Uh, best of luck. We'll talk to you again soon, we hope. Okay. Thank you. That's Jack Parker, the head coach of the BU Terriers. We'll be back with more right after this. You're listening to coverage of Merrimack Hockey on ESPN New Hampshire.